Hi everybody, welcome back. So, <clears throat> terrible, terrible head in this week's parasha, at least in America, in parasha's Balaiska. <clears throat> the Yidin always ate man in the Midbar. They always ate man feeding them, tasted like whatever they want. Everything was healthy about it. It was angel food, in the swarm called it. It was food from the, from the Malachim. Now, the, there's a whole bunch of questions on this story. Basically, the Yidin are eating man, everything's going fine and dandy. They're going along, and they just start complaining. We uh, we had free fish in Mitzrayim, and now we're here stuck eating money in the Midbar. And and they start complaining to Hashem. His Avu Taiva, the the Pasuk says that there is a they, they had a, a, a strong Taiva, and and they started crying. And they said, "Who's going to feed us? Miyachi Lenu Basar. Who's going to feed us?" Meat and it says Hashem got very mad and he and he um, brought a terrible plague on the clients. So, so there's a whole bunch of questions here, but the one of the one of the points that we see from the pasuk is that there's something called all negative midas, including taivas, come from our ego. It comes from our self-centeredness and our focusing on just me, 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 and taking at the expense of other people or at the expense of our mission in this world or the the perfectness of this world. We're just using for ourselves without giving, or even if it's sometimes there could be some giving mixed in, but it's 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 taiva and and negative midas of uh, jealousy, anger. There, all these things are come from the same root. Of the ego, of the self-centeredness, and we see this is Balzac over there. Pasuk says, his avu taiva." They had a great taiva. It's a double ashen. His avu taiva. That a great desire. That a great uh, yearning for food. They said, "What? Who's going to feed us?" It's it's a it's a it's a it's a self-centered lushan. It's a focus on us. Who's going to feed us? They didn't say. They didn't say where could we go get buser? How could we obtain meat? It came from a place of taiva. It came from a place of not seeing a bigger picture and just focusing on ourselves. And then the pasuk says, "What do they complain about? Who's going to give us Who's going to feed us? Actually, lushan is miyachi lenu buser. Who's going to feed us meat? And you see this this um, point that they are focusing on the self. Who's going to give us? As if they're like little kids. Which little kids are born egocentric. It's the way they're supposed to be. It's the way Hashem made us. And and when we come off our ego, we're essentially a- acting immature. Now, there's another story in this week's parsha of Pesach Sheni, the people who are Tamei or... I came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, the people were telling me over Pesach, and they tell Moshe Rabbeinu that we did not have a chance for a carbon Pesach, what should we do? And Moshe says, hold on, let me go ask Hashem, and Hashem says it's to be something called Pesach Sheni, a month after Pesach, they're able to bring the carbon Pesach with all its laws and fulfill the mitzvah. And it's a powerful, powerful yomtif mitzvah idea that these people weren't able to do the carbon Pesach. Okay, they could easily say, listen, we can't do it. It's not, uh, you know, you can't have the carbon Pesach on your tummy. And instead they went out of their way and they said, no, we want to do this mitzvah. We want to partake in the carbon Pesach. And and, and seemingly Moshe doesn't know what to do. It's his first time such a Shaila comes up. He asks Hashem and Hashem says that you should make a Pesach Sheni. 
And this is the opposite we see of, of from the story of the, um, the complaining, because this is when people could have had an excuse, and they could have said, okay, listen, whatever, it's not something that's in my control, it's not something I could do, so I don't have to chase this mitzvah. And they went out of their way to chase it, it's people who focused and saw that there's a much bigger picture. There's a much, much bigger picture of than just me having to do what I could what what I could get away with or doing what I have to and there's there's a, a opportunity here to serve Hashem to be part of the 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 Jewish people in this beautiful mitzvah of carbon Pesach and they went out of their way and they asked the Shiloh and it ends up coming out that they could do it a month later and it stands for all generations. And essentially what the when when the ego makes us self centered it also by definition limits our view of the bigger picture. It limits our view of the world. We see the world through the lens of our ego, is the way Dr. David Lieberman puts it. We see the world through the lens of our ego. And when we're able to lower our ego, well, the way we do that is by seeing a bigger picture. When we focus on the world, we're here for a reason. The world is created for a reason. There's a purpose that we're, that we're alive. And I have a mission here. And what my mission is, then automatically we're not going to be so egocentric because we see a bigger picture and it broadens our view and we just don't only focus on ourselves. Rav Nachman says, actually, it's very uh, fascinating to me. Rav Nachman says, if you want to see something, what do you do? Keep your eyes open, right? You open your eyes, you're able to see something. So let's say something's far away. How are you going to see it then? So in order to focus, you got to squint. You close your eyes halfway and then you're able to zoom in on something and that's, that's blurry when your eyes are open. But he says, if you want to really, really see the bigger picture, you have to close your eyes completely. When we close our eyes, we're able to vision much a, a much bigger picture, much more things outside of ourselves. Because in this world, we see things in a, in a way of period. We see, see things in separation. That I'm different from you, you're different from that guy, we're different from trees, animals, everything has it's in its own its own place, and we don't have we're not necessarily connected. And the truth is. Hashem Echad Rishmo means that everything's here for the same reason. We're all connected, and we all have to uh, care about each other and take care of each other to accomplish our goals as, as one unit. We're actually not able to accomplish all our goals as an individual. And we need everybody to be together in order to, to accomplish goals. There's no one, no one person alive ever that's able to keep all of it. So you have to be a Kayan and a man and a woman and a whole bunch of other things. And in order for us to be able to keep the whole tire, we have to, I mean, there's two ways. First of all, we learn about it in depth and connect with it. That's how we could be Mekayimit. But also, by we need to connect with all Yidin in, in, in a deep way. And then we're all essentially one unit serving Hashem. Um, with that, I will wish you and bid you all a fantastic Shabbos. Peace.